Hey guys, Matt Donald here. I have heard your feedback at last. All of you who have subscribed to the Patreon at patreon.com slash matthewdonald, where we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. For the last year, you've been like, hey, Matt Donald, you and your little co-hosts have barely talked about pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. Instead, you've talked about whatever other crap you want and flimsily connecting it to paleontology or prehistoric animals in some way. Like, friends? Because Ross is sometimes a paleontologist? Corpse bride? Because it's a corpse that comes to life like Jurassic Park? What are you talking about? When are you going to talk about something that actually has dinosaurs in it? Rest assured, listeners, I have heard your feedback loud and clear. And this month we're talking about something that definitely has dinosaurs in it. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness! A T-Rex and a Triceratops appear in the background in one scene where they're traveling through the dimensions for all of a second and a half. You're welcome, listeners. Link is in the description before you can sign up to the Patreon. Thanks for your support! Have a good day! Yeah! Roar! Growl! Snarl! Bellow! Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast about dead souls and dinosaurs. Uh, my name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I have a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, I'm joined by my fellow dead soul. It's been it's a region. It's boots! <laughs> it's no, been a region. everyone, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to subject you to that, imbecile. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you heard the Darth Jar Jar theory that actually might have been semi-confirmed by... Yes. Uh, by George Lucas, so... There was this whole thing showing up, like, from the Rebel... Um, not Rebels, um, the Clone Wars show um, from before the Disney buyout, uh-huh. where he does these things that just seem like he's either a latent Force-sensitive and with Jedi-like abilities, and it's him, no, or he's a Sith and he's just passing himself off as an absolute idiot. Well, also, in Phantom Menace, there are times where you can see him almost mouthing uh, the lines yes. of other people as they're talking, so... <laughs> Yeah, there's a common um, theory that I see going around in um, YouTube comment discussions. I know that's not exactly high quality, so given most, most people on YouTube comments tend to be idiots, from what yeah. I've seen. Oh yeah, but, um, well, and as as most of the internet, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but what they're um, what some of them say is they think maybe Lucas was going that route, and then given how polarizing and poorly received Jar Jar was, yeah, um, they, they he quickly backtracked. Which I guess I kind of get. I actually, honestly, I feel like. In order to have the someone who's like seems like a doofus be secretly evil, I don't think I want them to be that much of a doofus. I don't think that seems that yeah. realistic. Like, yeah, like you see how he single-handedly turns the battle with the Trade Federation army, where he just like by complete there's... accident, <laughs> like yeah. I mean, I'll just chalk that up to extremely good luck and having latent force since you're not being a hidden Sith. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I get that. I, also, to be fair. And again, this is just because I grew up with it. I never found Jar Jar Binks that annoying, but again, I was a kid when he... when oh, uh, I loved him as a kid, too. Um, yeah, until so, I like, did watch the um, old, the original trilogy before the prequels, unlike some kids I know. but um, I definitely watched the originals first, but then the prequels, yeah, I, I grew up yeah, with as they came out. As I got older, I found him increasingly irritating, but I also find him, like, funny because you mention him and it still gets a huge number of um, people that initially didn't like the prequels or still don't like them frothing at the mouth, so I do it to annoy them. Well, it's totally true. Although one thing that people seem to be yeah. getting better at, especially now, lately, people treat Ahmed Best, his actor, 
like a sacred, untouchable target. Especially when it came to light that the backlash was so strong, he contemplated killing himself. So, yeah. and you don't see the same amount of sympathy for the poor kid that played um, Jake Mannequin yeah, in the original movie. He got so bullied that he doesn't even act anymore. I know. At least Hayden Christensen was able to come back. I know people didn't really care for the for the uh, new Obi Wan Kenobi series. I quite liked mm. it, but I can see why people. But like when it was announced that Hayden Christensen was coming back for it, it was unanimously positive response. Jake Lloyd never mm. got that. So like, yeah. All right. So uh, sort of like how okay, this is how I'm going to segue into it. So, yeah. <laughs> but, so sort of like how a New Hope is the first Star Wars movie. But, like, it also it might not be if you look at the way canon is and also the way you view it. Proto Aves is either the first bird, but it might not be, depending on how you look. Hmm. <laughs> That's such a this stretch. This is one that I just mentioned in our most recent recording just completely out of the blue. I didn't even remember it until just like Spirit Mom was like, oh, we should throw that in. <laughs> I mean, it looks very interesting when I looked into it. Hmm. So it means first bird, but is it the first bird? What it is, though, is type, it's a. What we have. Specifically, we know it's a neodiapsid reptile of some sort, which is probably an archosaur, maybe even an early dinosaur. But as of right now, it's currently defined as an insertacidus, I apologize if I pronounced that wrong, or mm. problematic taxon. Yeah. And uh, if it really is a dinosaur, then it completely froze the bit where, they, um, where the branch that became avians um, evolved back by 100 million years because it's a Triassic taxon. Potentially, but I'll get into mm. it too. So, hmm. size, it's one foot long, or 35 centimeters. It's a carnivore. Like you said, it's in the late Triassic, 210, 209 million years ago. Location, Texas, USA. It's actually in a, uh, in a region pretty close to the town of Post, which is where Postosuchus gets its name. So, <laughs> so that's pretty neat. Uh, it was described 1991, our birth year. <laughs> Pop culture appearances, uh, none, as this is far too problematic of a taxon for anything to be brave enough to depict it, or depict it sufficiently, be it even a movie or a documentary. So. Yeah, it's a very obscure animal outside of the real hardcore paleo community. Alright, so, birds. We all know them, we all love them, we feed them, we build houses for them, we make some of the cuter ones our pets. Looking at you, Lyra. Again, still making noise over there. <laughs> some dorks make entire careers out of watching and documenting them. My dad, in fact, is what's known as a master birder, and he can identify any species of bird in my home state of Colorado and most other species in the rest of the country. So, what by bird cool. <laughs> Uh, the the love of dinosaurs, I guess, rubs in the family. You know, he loves birds. I love birds and non-avian dinosaurs. And that's the thing that we've learned as our understanding of paleontology grows. Birds are not only descended from dinosaurs, but are still classified as dinosaurs themselves. And despite hmm. some hiccups in the phy phylogenetic line, we have a pretty good idea of which dinosaurs became birds and how the evolutionary branch went. Or do we? <laughs> it's basically why the whole term avian and non-avian dinosaurs, unless you're counting um, ornithopods and the other um, ornithischians, or ornithischians is quite arbitrary. And yeah, like, that's the confusing Ornithischians and Saurischians. It's like, one of which evolved into birds and one of which didn't. Not the one that actually has bird in the name, but no, the Saurischians. <laughs> so, but, which uh, is kind of funny. Yeah. So, Protavis had very similar features to birds, such as an large cerebellum like Truodon and very bird-like inner ears. Its humerus and femur were also claimed to look remarkably avian. It even had structures on its arms akin to quill knobs. And looking at the very partial skeletal image of it, I can see why people would think it's a bird just from a glance alone. Now, I was looking at that picture too, and there's a thing about that picture that makes it also controversial in the way uh, that... Could uh, be a chimera? 
Yeah, that's the thing. Brother. It's very um, much a chimera. Because, like, it's paleontologist Sankar Chatterjee of Texas Tech University. He believes that this might be an early ancestor of birds. And if that's true, it would knock back the evolutionary line of birds by nearly 100 million years. Yeah, as I mentioned. Yet, this fossil is highly problematic for a number of reasons. One, there was a ton of damage to the holotype, with most of its pieces scattered aimlessly in its bone bed, presumably due to flash floods. This meant that many yep. of these alleged avian features, particularly the quill knobs on the arms, might have been due to damage to the bones rather than anything natural. Hmm. And Heck, it could and, be convergence like with the popo swords, which look like, um... Yes. Ornithomimids. Exactly. But aren't. Uh, the scattered nature of these bones also meant that it's entirely possible that the bones of numerous other species got mixed in with the ones described as Protavis, turning into the genus yeah. in what you said is called a chimera, which is, in yeah, for a listeners... Yeah, situation almost. Which is funny, because, like, Bront- Brontosaurus was mixed with Chimerasaurus. It's spelled differently, but it sounds <laughs> the same. Um, but, um, it's I've a... Bas- it's a chimera. Uh, that's like Kamara. It's it's similar-ish. I oh, don't know. It's just it's <laughs> different origin. But for those who don't know, listeners, a Kamara is well. It's after the Greek a... monster mythology that has like generally put like a goat head, a lion head, then you get like a snake for a tail, wings, yeah. and various other mixed matches. And fossils, it's where two different types of fossils tend to be mixed up. Or two or more. In genetic like... engineering, it's where you can create an animal with cell traits of others, but they're not actually genetically mixed. So, like, you might have a goat that has a patch of sheepskin. Yes, yes, that's true. That's the thing. A chimera, yeah, like, it, it can be two, it can be more. Point is, it's just a bunch of bones mixed together that were initially described as one animal. And my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off there before. That's okay. I also, I also couldn't find the, the original description of my notes here. Um, but here's the thing. Even if it has a lot of bird-like features, that doesn't necessarily mean it was a bird. If mm. Proto-Avis was indeed a real animal rather than a chimera, it's entirely possible to have been some sort of uh, primitive theropod dinosaur, one already well on its way to forward to the evolution of birds, and thus, all these features might have just been early adaptations that eventually led to the bird line as normal position on the timeline. A bit Even like if it wasn't Archaeopteryx a... used to be called the first bird, but it's now pretty definitively, by most accounts, um, assigned to Dromaeosauridae. Exactly, exactly. And even if it wasn't a dinosaur, it was instead some basal archosaurian, like you mentioned, the poposaurids or other crocodilians, mm. these could have all been convergently evolved traits to the dinosaurs that led to birds that like went nowhere at the time. Like phytophibbers, or pinctophibbers, however you pronounce it, they're basically exactly. incredibly similar to the downy fluff of baby birds and primitive birds like the kiwi. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so many paleontologists aren't convinced that Proto-Avis does anything too disruptive to the evolutionary line of lineage of birds. Mm. Uh, at, at worst, it made dinosaurs evolve to birds earlier rather than later. So, yeah, or it could be a case where bir- early birds, or the outside of the ones that we definitively know of birds from sixty-five million years onwards to today, um, might have been a blanket term of early groups where you had a bunch of um, theropods splitting off and evolving the same way, but with incredible gaps between them. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. You mentioned Archaeopteryx. This isn't the only time that a dinosaur, if this was again a dinosaur, it might not have been, has evolved to become like a bird before birds. What about Yi and the Scansoroterigids? <laughs> like, yeah. those are more bat-like, there's but even they also... a theory that Tyrannosaurids um, are act- were actually flying at one point, like Which, early again, birds, I... and then went back onto the ground and became like their more distant um, theropod relatives. And again, uh, I wish to specify, listeners, we're not talking about the conspiracy theory that I, I talked to him earlier might have accidentally started with T-Rex having wings. We're talking about the early tyrannosaurids that were small, like Wong Long, and other sort of things mm. like that. Potentially. And on that theory, that is news to me. I'm more switched <laughs> on than I used to be with more recent dinosaur news, as Jurassic World got me back into my dinosaur yeah. passion. I've but just seen a lot of paleontologists be like... I have not seen like, that anywhere. 
I've seen paleontologists on like on TikTok and other places be like, oh, this is this theory is running around ah, again. We TikTok. paleontologists are gonna. I know. Look, I've I've fallen on the TikTok bandwagon, <laughs> but like, hey, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I get that. But, like, uh, the paleontologists are on TikTok, and this paleontologist was saying on TikTok, mm. this theory's been going around again, I gotta refute it. T-Rex did not have wings. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that man. That very loosely reminds me, and I won't go into a big rant, but there was a bunch of YouTube channels that do, like, ancient history of Roman stuff that were covering some lunatic on TikTok. Oh, who's yeah. Who's apparently got a paleont- um, not an archaeology degree or something, and, like, she was like... Rome did not exist, all the history of it was made up by the Vatican, they were just Greeks, and I'm like, the hell are you smoking, love? Oh my god. Here's the thing about conspiracy theories. They become less and less credible the more and more people required to keep it a secret there are. Hmm. Like, a conspiracy theory would work if it's like, just a couple of people, have. it'll only take a couple of people to maintain the secret. When it gets to a point like that, or like Flat Earth, or like space not being real, and all the images being CGI. Or like the neo-Nazi type prep where they believe Jews control the world, for example. Yeah, that, or like the moon landing being fake. So many people have to be in on yeah. that, that there's no way in heck that that could be a thing. And also, yeah. the whole point of that is rebellion, and feeling, like, the whole, the whole reason why people believe in that, people try to refute it scientifically, when that's not the issue. The issue is people... Yeah wanting to believe they're superior than others, yeah. and so therefore they invent a thing that's like, oh, I'm in on this that no one else is in on. I'm better. Yeah. I know something that other people don't. So, yeah. You just, yeah, it's weird. Like, um, and even if you somehow, like, hundreds or thousands of people could somehow keep some big conspiracy going without it leaking out, just take, like, the popular video game series Deus Ex, for example, if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. The trend that was shown in Human Revolution and Mankind Divided was that the Illuminati's real in that game, but they're not very effective. In fact, leading up to what would be the original game, which was made in the early 2000s, they have a split between the Illuminati and Majestic 12 in their universe because it's a bunch of rich millionaires and billionaires all working together. Of course, they're going to have ego issues. Right, right, exactly. Like, so that's with the, the internet, other problem they, with things like that. With the internet, everything's so public now that it's just like it's difficult yeah. to keep anything a secret. Also... Oh. Uh, it, that's where I have a Luddite attitude. So as much as I love and rely on the internet and thus a hypocrite, I do mm-hmm. think the internet's ability to give a voice to absolute idiots is a big argument against it. Def- it. it definitely has done that. It also has like mm. also brought a bunch of people together that couldn't have otherwise. So there's good and bad. Uh, yeah, like but... you and me would never have become friends without the internet. Oh no, absolutely. A chance not. I so... would have gone to the states and bumped into you, for example. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I, so despite what I just said before, I don't wish the net was never invented. Oh, no, absolutely. I think overall it's, uh, forgive the pun, net positive, but it's just barely. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, anyways, It's just uh, one of those things that's happened and the world's adapted. Not very well, but it is what it is. Gen whenever there's a big disruption, technologically speaking, to things, people tend to panic at first. And, like, yeah. so, yeah. Uh, yes. but I'd say disruption-wise, it was about as destabilized. It's as destabilizing as the printing press probably was. Where oh yeah, absolutely. The printing press translations of the Bible and stuff, right. which and you weren't allowed to do because it used to only be read by the clerics back then. Right, but and then it was this movement. Well, that's the thing with the King James Bible. Is like that was the first Bible mm. that was printed in not Latin, so that anyone could read it. So yeah, it's also what allowed the Protestant Reformation and all the related branches that fall under it, like Calvinism and stuff, to have to reach that historically because people like Martin Luther and their 
followers well, i don't know if Lou for himself did, but they could distribute like not just pamphlets that were handwritten but they could actually print out copies now right using block Ex- printing and stuff which made it really hard to shut them down whereas when only a few places can produce parchment and stuff because it's expensive and time consuming to do it's very easy to shut down dissent right exactly for sure uh, the only what, the only conspiracy theory I believe, and then we'll rate Proto Avis one out of sixty five million, and yeah. I guess this is somewhat related because we were talking about conspiracy theories with the whole flying T Rexes thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the only conspiracy theory I believe is have you heard have you read the mattress uh, the mattress store conspiracy theory? No, what's that? Okay, so I don't think they have this in New Zealand, but here in America there are mattress stores everywhere, everywhere. There are some shopping centers that have like three or four, like just right next to each other, and they have yep. all these different mattresses. And people are like, why are there so many goddamn mattress stores? <laughs> like, why are there so many people? Like, I am 30 years old. I have bought maybe three mattresses in my entire life. Like, I feel like most people are the same. So people are thinking, is it a money laundering scheme? <laughs> is it a hidden sort hmm. of money laundering scheme or some, some sort of hidden thing for people to like? And I'm like, it might mm-hmm. be. <laughs> but that's the only conspiracy theory uh, I believe, so... Yeah, and I don't even really believe it. It's more like something that I've noticed in New Zealand. The only thing I'd say that remotely similar to that and more of a curiosity and conspiracy is like, why the hell are there so many dairies around? <laughs> uh, I guess maybe then it's an American thing. Um, yeah, yeah so I have not seen that many mattress stores in New Zealand. Not mm. that I've traveled very far from my country. At right, and also, I remember, yeah, I don't, I don't even still. know. It could, be, it could be just an American thing. Uh, but anyway, so Pro Davis, uh, rating it 1 out of 65 million. I even think, even if it wasn't the first bird, the fact that so many bird-like features and is so early, I think it's still pretty cool. So I'm going to give it like 40 million or 41 million. Yeah. I'll probably, just because it's problematic and I only remembered it like completely at random when, when we were doing one of our previous recordings, I'm yeah. going to give it 1 million because shame on you, you incomplete problem. <laughs> I can see that. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, if you want to get a little yep. show, you can contact me at MattD at MatthewDonCareer.com for agent questions to any of the co-hosts. You can find me on social media at MatthewDonCareer on Facebook and MatthewDon64 everywhere else, including Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, as we mentioned before. <laughs> oh, man. I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. Uh, I also have another and book series. Yes, I have another book series not related to dinosaurs, Teslanauts. And there's only one thus far. There is a sequel coming out, hopefully, this later in this, this year. So I'm still working on it. I kid you not, someone at Weta Workshop's interested in it. What? Yeah, because that friend of mine that um, does some of the work on Avatar and other stuff up there since he works there. Yeah. He liked my um, share advertising I did for a recently for you on Facebook. And apparently <gasps> one of his Weta co-workers saw it. So I don't know if that's actually going to lead to anything but oh my goodness if they could buy copies that'd be great i don't think it's gonna lead to like a movie or thing i just want the word out so yeah Mm. no but please do but that would also be right up there early because if it was a movie it would need a lot of cgi work oh absolutely for sure all right well that's it for this week as we say at the end of every episode of paleo bites uh, bye